Welcome everybody to podcast number three, Support Together. My name is Kira. I'm here with my little co-hosts, Una and Jem Jem. And today's topic is Mama Guilt. The big stick and Mama, Mama Guilt. Guilt. Do you know it? Is yours a big brown one or black one or what colour mm. is yours? Black. Black. It's like a Sally Rod. Uh, it's a bit knobbly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> knobbly. Knobbly. Never heard of that. It's not plain sailing. No. Not plain sailing. I think mm-hmm. of a wooden spoon, I think. Whenever mm-hmm. I think about it, I always envisage a wooden spoon that I'd be beating myself with. And it is. That's, guilt is an awful, awful thing. Guilt's a killer. Mm-hmm. That's something that I know we've talked about a lot mm-hmm. um, in the past. And even Lisa working with us a lot of mummies that's what was coming yeah to her was guilt and we definitely realized guilt feeds all illnesses mm-hmm. as a killer mm-hmm. i know we touched on it a wee bit in the last podcast um with the expectations versus reality but um the well, guilt it feeds the guilt it definitely feeds the guilt yeah and then the guilt the illness feeds the guilt and then it's like a vicious circle. It's trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Well, guilt feeds illness, and, and uh, that's one thing that um, the illness loves. Mm-hmm. Depression and anxiety feed from guilt mm-hmm. and fear. Yeah. And it grows and grows and grows. And the more guilty we are, we're not going to stand tall and shine bright. So if we we could sit here and we could talk about uh, all the guilty stuff that we've ever felt through the parenthood and all the bad stuff, but if we turn it. Um, we, how do you overcome the 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 mama guilt, or what was your? How do you manage it? How do you tame it? Una? I know with me, I think I suppose I'm longer in the hood. You know, my wains are teenagers. Does that make it any easier? No, because there's new chapters that open. But I talk to the guilt. I and exactly what you say, tame it. Mm-hmm. I would talk. To myself, um, many times he hear me talking to myself in the toilet. They were wondering who's in there. It's just me, myself. I actually I do, you know. Um, I think that's why I'm highly emotionally intelligent. It's worse if you start answering yourself too. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it's it's definitely um, naming it to shame it. Do you get what I mean? The sense of sitting sitting down and thinking, right, what am I guilty? Why am I feeling this guilt? does this guilt belong to me what's this all about exactly and um so i would i would definitely um talk my way through it and and, and name the guilt and, and and sit with it for a while and after i realize no i've no need to be holding this i'm doing the best i can do i'm taking time out so i can enjoy time in um um i'm the best mother that i can be at this present time um, or I'm the best wife I can be, or the best boss, the best friend that I can be, and it is talking yourself. It's talking through it. Um, but guilt um is heavy, so that's something that I've learned over the years. That a lot of the guilt doesn't belong to me. A lot of the s hit is often other people's. Mm-hmm. That often is passed on to you. Um, and now I would actually stand back from it. Or hand that wee bag back. Hand the s hit back. Yeah. Gemma, what are you what's your thoughts on the mama guilt? Um, 
I suppose with myself, I'd have been very hard on myself. I had to do everything this way, that way, what what the book mm-hmm. said, um, you know, mm-hmm. to IT. I was very hard on myself. Um, and I suppose what helped me through it was the knowledge of myself, knowing my emotions and what's triggering them things mm-hmm. and working through that. Um, so I was able to deal with the guilty emotions coming up and push them back much quicker. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't allowing them in. They still were there, but I didn't let them get in. So they were still there and you didn't let them get in. Mm-hmm. So can you... So it's more... It's interesting that if you could... Did you mind I? Yeah, so it's about my wellness ball and filling my jug mm-hmm. and giving myself permission to pause and thinking about what is going on here. Mm-hmm. You know... What is it all about? Mm-hmm. I think when you start knowing yourself. Yeah. Literally was about to say that. that when you that, know yourself. Yeah. And and connect and with yourself. Exactly. And that's often, we talked about that before, about um, entering the hood, entering mother and hood. And I suppose no two, sorry I'm interrupting, but no two mummies are the same. Mm-hmm. No. We're all different. And wouldn't the world be more? But sure, that's the, the wonderful thing is, there's only one of us. Yeah. And like when we say that to mums or we go out into groups and we say, you know, there's only one of you, that's how amazing you are. And I know people either roll the eye or they get really, what do you mean, what do you mean? And at the end of it, you want them to go out and go, yeah, I am who I am. I made the way I am. I need to get to know me. I need to get to know what excites me, what stirs me, um, uh, what brings up these certain emotions. And especially if um, you're allowing yourself to feel nothing but guilt mm-hmm. you're not going to have a well state of mind the two main things in life now are keeping us happy and healthy mm-hmm. and if that's all I do mm-hmm. quite content in order for to keep you ha- um, healthy and happy you're yeah. constantly revisiting yeah and um, and I think it is bringing words into it isn't it um, uh, bringing a voice to the guilt and, and, and realising what's st- what is steering this guilt? Where is this guilt coming from? Mm-hmm. And and often maybe it is having to have a conversation. Name conversation might be difficult. Oh yeah. yes, there's many a difficult conversation. Like we we were chatting, we were out in a group last week, and then we were chatting to a mum, and we'd asked her, "What did you do for self this mm-hmm. um this week?" Um, because it was a Friday, so we asked what she did, and she said, "I went away." took time out with a few of my friends and had a good old chat and a laugh and we had the jug with us and we mm-hmm. says and where would you have measured yourself before that and she measured herself and where would you measure yourself now and she definitely filled the jug up right mm-hmm. and um I says um that's amazing good on you I said how are you feeling about that she says you know what I, I really did feel um great joy and enthusiasm for the next day she says until um my, my son, my older son, a teenager, uh, turned around and said, oh, it's all right for you, Mum. Uh, you were out last night. And she says, straight away, what I felt then was nothing but guilt. Mm-hmm. That's somebody else's. I would be handing that back to mm-hmm. Well, he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Um, yeah, hand it back to him, but also put the words to that. Mm-hmm. So you're educating him for then when he goes on. In life, you know, so what we were chatting about then is, well, you know, that you're sitting that guilt doesn't belong to you. What? Oh, you're, that's really heavy in you. And she says, it is. It's really playing on me. I shouldn't have. I should have been at home. And you go, no, but you time out helped you with time in and even explaining that 
to um, your son that, yes, I'm a mum, but there's a me behind that yeah. mum title. Um, I wear many a cap, um, but I also have to take time out for me. Um, and she says she never thought of explaining that to him. So there's where the conversation starts, isn't yeah. it? It's like you, there was a Nuna before there was Una the mummy. Mm-hmm. There Same as Jamma. Kira, Jam Jam. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and as we chatted about it in the last one, you park yourself on the shelf. Yeah. You lose all sense of self uh-huh. because your whole life is dedicated towards these children and a husband mm-hmm. or your partner. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do want that. You want to protect mm-hmm. them. Be there for your family, but you need to be there for yourself first. What do they tell us when we're on an airplane? What is the, what is their host? The, uh, the mask on yourself before you can help somebody else. And I remember going, no, straight away I would go and put it on my kids. Mm-hmm. But I cannot be well and be a healthy, happy mum, mm-hmm. healthy, happy Una, if I do not Look take after care. Yourself. And folks, that's not easy. And some of us don't know how to do that. Yeah. And then what we allow is guilt to be the main player, the dictator. And that word selfish, when it used to be used to me, that was my trigger word. That was my stop, pause, turn around and, okay, what do you want? Okay, what what do you want me to do? Okay, I'll not do that for me. I'll do that for you. Um, and, and, and I've had to sit with that word for a while and wonder why is that my um, trigger word? And um. We all have them. We all have a word that is mm-hmm. a trigger I, word to us. Pokes the bareness. I was very much a people pleaser and would have done everything for everybody else but did nothing for myself. And then it's very hard to turn that around. And I suppose I'm only doing that recently because of the work that I've done with Support Together and the work that Una has done with me. Um, and learning to, that it's okay to be, you're not being selfish, you're being self full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know that I'm a, ver- I'm a better version of me whenever I give that wee bit of time to me. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. what's needed. That's what, that's what I need in my life. That's what I. That's what my family needs. Um, time out does definitely help with time in. Yeah. And where before, before I would have had the the paranoia of what's everybody else thinking. Oh, they think that I, that I'm I should be doing that. I don't. But but they're thinking doesn't matter because exactly. What's it? What's that we saying you have in a? It's no. It's not. It's not my business. What everybody else thinks yes. about me. Uh huh. Exactly. I can't change how they think. Yes, no, sometimes whenever, whatever state of mind you're in, you allow that to um, seep, in, seep in more. Mm-hmm. And that's often where you realise, you look at that indicator, and yeah. you know, the lights are flashing, something's going on, I'm allowing what they've said, what I've heard that they've said about me, to affect me today. What's going on with me? And often when you sit with that, you realise you're either haven't slept well, you haven't ate well, you're maybe running low on vitamins. You 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 know there's something else mm-hmm. pressing on that, um, and it isn't none of our business. And that was something a saying that came up one time on social media or something. And I thought, do you know I fucking get that? Mm-hmm. And when I'm at my wellest, that's the saying I keep saying. I've heard it many a time. <laughs> If I stop saying it, you know I'm slipping. But it isn't on it does things hurt, of course, yeah. and but it's where you're at yourself often. And a lot of parents are running on empty, as we talked about before, and that's one thing you allow in. And we say the big stick of mama guilt because it's it's an actual physical thing we have in the, the office. It's like the hook of guilt. Um, and when we, we bring our visuals toolkit out and we sit with a mummy with our visual toolkit, she gets it. Yeah. And we go like that stick is you're internally really hurting yourself. 
um, and you're worthy of wellness. You're worthy of being held. You're worthy of not feeling suffocated. I don't know about you two, but did you ever feel that sense of... I felt trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything seemed Groundhog to... Groundhog Day. Yeah. Overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put... I'm going to ask you a question. Have I ever watched Groundhog Day? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Do you think the dads get the the, the dad guilt? Because oh, that was... Uh, yeah. For me in my house, when you're saying about feeling all overwhelmed, I would have thought, everything's changed for me and his life's just gone on the way it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's now got three veins. And a wife. I'd but, say their guilt's very different. Yeah. Um, with different aspects, like even income, working, you know, not being there at home, always away working, yes. trying to get money for the house and mortgage and. For you know, I know for for me, we I had we had to start communicating to overcome that guilt mm-hmm. because it was gonna it was gonna start um, festering in and and yeah. seeking in and and having a divide because you were for me I was starting to have a resentment against um Eamon and how his life hadn't changed in my head his life hadn't changed but as you said it was different a different kind of guilt yeah. um everything was just sailing on as normal for him whereas it was me that was having to make all the sacrifices for the children but it was the communication that was key in our in our relationship to be able to to get through that and then often, sure, we would tell him, no, sure, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Or sure, you go on ahead, I'll do it, sure. I'll do because it better. I'll do it better and that. I'll do it better. Often then what happens is, you know, and husbands have shared that, they're afraid then mm-hmm. to do A, B and C because I'm not yeah. doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I think we've, they have a right to father. We have a right to give them that honour. Um, but Gemma said, I think the guilt comes in a different um, it sounds different to them. Yeah. It comes yeah. from a different a viewpoint, and um, a, a lot of what they're missing out on because they can't. That's right. And I know mm-hmm. working families are different now, but the majority of men are the breadwinners mm-hmm. still. So it's very different for them. This is Fill Your Coppa, the Support Together podcast, and we couldn't bring the podcast to you today without the support of Moody Activewear. Moody Activewear creates high-quality, functional activewear so that you can feel good doing the things that you love. They don't just support your ass, they support your head, because they donate 100% of their profits to organisations dedicated to supporting women's mental health, such as Support Together. Visit moodyactivewear.co.uk. It is, and, and even witnessing the birth and um, feel they feel so consumed with what they've watched their partner go through. You know, They're not able to life. help. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And not been able to help or want to take that pain away. Yeah. I know from my, from only from my own experience, my husband went, went into fix-it mode. Everything was sure... Um, uh, we'll go away for the weekend or here um, do you want to go down to town and we'll buy something or do do and that that made things nearly worse but that's just was him he wanted to fix it and right to what you said Kira, it is that conversation is communication mm-hmm. and sit down and go and look I feel immensely agitated here mm-hmm. I feel irritable you know I feel it all you're doing has been out out back to the I statement rather than going you are never in this house mm-hmm. you're always out I'm left with these wains and I feel I have no blah 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 
back to the eye, I feel and choosing when to sit down and talk about that. You can't talk about that in the middle of um, a child maybe looking fed or, you know, changing a nappy. It's about choosing them moments of the two you sitting down and having them. There's really quality conversations. Sometimes I have to start that conversation through a text message. Yes, yes. Through, uh, Black WhatsApp. and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Because sometimes they don't have a crystal, they don't have a crystal ball. There's no something yeah. about it, and uh, doesn't under, doesn't know what's going on. So when then he gets a wee message, he'll know he'll he'll not expect it if there's been a, a few crosswords that morning, and he gets the, the message. He's able to look at it and think, "All oh, right, okay, I didn't realize you felt like that." Mm-hmm. That's how I started off because otherwise Kira just sits and cries. I try to talk, and then he gets frustrated, and then you get angry, and then. But then what happens? You feel you've lost control, mm-hmm. you know. So it's bringing a wee bit of self management and. And that helps to, does not help really massively with your connection. Yeah, I'll never forget the day, uh, it was during the summer, Patrick was about two, and I had a shit day. I was all over the place, and Sean landed home, and I, I think I had made dinner or something. He said to me, the grass needs cut, do you want to go out and do it? And I thought, hallelujah, you are realising how I'm feeling and he knew I needed that space out. Cut the grass, it just gave me one now we have a big lawn, so it takes an hour to cut it. But just getting out, getting the headphones on and just going up and down and getting that grass mode was just But he knew uh-huh. he needed Now if that was somebody said out. to me you want to go out and cut the grass, I go, uh-huh. You booking serious right. are you? I love cutting the grass. I'm, yeah, no. so that's I think is a really good factor to get <laughs> across that you love yeah. and cutting the grass is something that you I suppose it's that repetition. You're repeating. You're going up and down, up and down. You're able to be your thoughts. You're able to process. Yeah. So he knew that kept you well. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. And did you say to him after that? Yeah. No, Sean. Thank you for seeing. Mm-hmm. For seeing that. Um, he seen me mm-hmm. when I felt seen. validated. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we it could be an idea to get a wee dad in here and have a conversation. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, yes. What their um, viewpoint of course would be, in that. be amazing so because we, I think when we we all have different viewpoints and if we start understanding each other's viewpoint and and what keeps me happy won't keep Kira happy or Gemma and you're so right mm-hmm. that it'll be really important to um, get a dad or even an S two dad in. So if we change it about this um, this week and see, is there anything that you would love to do to fill your cuppa? Something that you've never done before. Mm, no, she sprung that on us. <laughs> to fill my copper. I'd love to learn how to swim. Do you know how to swim? I haven't a clue. I'm petrified. I had a bad experience whenever I was young. The first time I was ever in a pool, I thought I could dance. No bother, I jumped in near drowned. I would love to be able to go to a pool with Podrick. And be able to float or do something in the water with him. I, w- I wouldn't mind learning to swim myself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I can it's swim. It's a big thing holds me back. I hate water. I like looking at it. Yeah. None of us like water. No. no, my kids my kids are mad about it. Uh-huh. I don't know. What would I like to do to fill my cuppa? I think I'd love to know, um, and I've, this is something I keep going back to, and I don't go and do anything about it, so it's not going to come to me. I have to go to it. It's probably photography, knowing a wee bit more about, you know what I'm like, my my phone. I call my phone my camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me my camera. And they're all like, what camera? <laughs> now the girls know it's my phone. Yeah, I think 
and that's about yet again I use time oh I have no time I have no time I have to make time for that because that's not going to come to me what about you Kira? go um, I don't actually know I suppose everybody always says I'm wild hard a uh, wild hard person because if I want something I'll just go and do it mm-hmm. so I don't the, at the minute I don't know if there's anything sitting out there that I would like to skydive not to hope no <laughs> I'd faint at the top and I'd end up on every broken bone at the bottom it wouldn't be you not no it's not me at all um so what would you want to do to fill your cuppa i love getting away i love getting away and having having the crack and having a laugh with friends or with eamon or um time out helps me with time in so any chance of time out i'll take it we um, tripped to new york Oh, that's what she. That is you. See, ooh, <laughs> oh, you have got her there. That is exactly what you mm-hmm. talk a lot, a lot about. But then there's money to that. Mm-hmm. There's a whole. Yeah. My husband, if you listen, Eamon, I have not forgot that you are taking me to New York for my fortieth birthday. Mm-hmm. No pressure there. Yeah, no pressure. But that—that's a good because you have got us there. Mm-hmm. You know, and what more would I like to do? And I saw, and that's something about having that connection with yourself. And you, you're right. You have done a lot on, on work me. on you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it is, and trying to keep that cup of, trying to keep it full, trying to have a wee bit more. Um, it's not the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's stuff that you do every week that fills your cup, taking the time out, going to the gym and um, listening to music and all the rest of it. But, um, and then in, in uh, uh, without, if there was money was no object and time was no object and you could do anything to fill your cup, what would you love to do? Fly to the moon. You see? That's, there you That's go. That's the first thing to me. Yeah. Fly to the moon. <laughs> Money's no object. Money's no object. I know I have a cup at home and I had to fill his cup and money was an option, object to, be, to go down to see the, the Titanic. Mm-hmm. I just would love that I could have um, We're going support to together. Like, yeah. All over Ireland, you see, I, I yeah. think. <laughs> and that's probably because it's such a We're big part different. of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, if money was no object, here, yeah, that's what I'd want to have. Mm-hmm. The knowledge and support throughout the whole island of Ireland. Oh, for support together to help all them mummies. Honestly, yeah. the power of the mum, the mm-hmm. voice of the mum. I guess what that would be something. I would fill, oh, just as I'd be. Overflowing. Chuffed a bit, boys, <laughs> to see that would be deadly. <laughs> But, oh, um, we do a lack of jokes. Here we go. Here we come. I smell the cheese. You no, know, I do not trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> R.I.P. Boiled water. You will be missed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a wee laugh with you in the corner. <laughs> so we did. Ebay is so useless. I tried to look up my uh, lighters, <laughs> and all I got was thirteen thousand seven hundred forty-nine matches. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> oh laughing. please, that's the smelliest of cheese ever. <laughs> what do you do with see a fireman? Put it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well oh. here. That's good. And that's it. Thank God, that is right. You will be missed. This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast. Brought to you by me and the host, Mrs. O, Kira O'Gowan, and my co-hosts, Una Leonard and Gemma Cassidy. Today we are supported by Moody Activewear and produced by 9874 Creative.